The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters for our second episode. Yep, it's our second one. Yeah. We did it. I mean, we're the one. Absolutely. The hardest part was was getting on the bike the first time. That's right. You know? And, uh, and I'll freely admit, you know, it's it's. I've been on a lot of podcast episodes before with uh, GUI and whatnot. You know, and I've always been super comfortable. But there's just something a little bit different about doing your own thing. You yeah. Know? And, like, making your own podcast. You know, and don't, I definitely finally don't have to fucking hobbit around. Goddamn right. <laughs> and no, I definitely felt uh, some uh, illogical sense of uh, pressure, or whatever. We've 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 gotten on the bike before, so now we're we're we're, we're riding on around. My name's Anthony. The Groots. Been doing this for a while on on GUI, but uh, I'm I'm super excited to uh, to get this really going. Fuck yeah! It's Fu Hunter here, ready to talk about some our second shit fest movie that was fucking amazing hell yes and our and our guest today is hey i'm charlotte hey charlotte (laughs) i just watched or got roped into watching the most incredible movie and i'm very excited to talk about it victim number two victim number two there'll be plenty down the road so let's uh let's get into this we watched a movie called night train to terror from 1985 which was I, I had only ever seen the trailer. Uh, I, I just seen the trailer. It was, it was released by Vinegar Syndrome. So the movies they tend to release are things that nobody's fucking heard of before. Yeah, I'd never heard of this shit. Never heard of it before. Saw the trailer. I was like, that's cool. You know, acquired it. And from the trailer, you just think it's a fucking bananas movie that has everything. It's one of those trailers. Which it pretty, is. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. That trailer was pretty accurate as to what... <laughs> the fuck that was now the thing that the trailer did not indicate which really (laughs) kind of made sense once we started watching it this is actually an anthology horror movie so there are three different storyline stories within the movie which which kind of makes it so that everything that was in the movie kind of gets tied together and we needed to figure this out on our own like there was no introduction about how this was three movies into one movie so after a lot of confusion we were able to figure this out right uh looking at imdb you know it was like oh segments what what's going on here (laughs) oh man this must be an anthology movie. a lot of fucking editing yeah way too much editing so didn't really do any research beforehand when it comes to this movie, so we we went in pretty cold, which is actually a cool-ass way to watch a movie like this. Which I was going to say, I think this is one of those rare ones where all three of us have never seen the movie. You know, Groots has seen so much shit that I was sure he'd seen this, but you went in as a victim just like us. Absolutely. I, I'm willing to bet that there's very few people... In the Richmond area that have seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we're going to have to it's post a, shame. a trailer. It's such a shame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, definitely, we'll definitely post a trailer along with that. Not that it helps too much, but Not we'll really. at least post a trailer so you can get an idea of some of the characters we're going to bring up on the shit fest. So, uh, a little bit of backstory. Uh, when we actually started looking into this, because um, we're going to get into each of the different stories here in a minute, but 
everything was really choppy. Nothing really made a whole lot of sense. <laughs> the, like there wasn't much much of a way in plot lines in each of the stories, and that's because they weren't designed to be short stories. The, each one of these three parts of the movie came from basically an entire movie that was supposed to be its own movie on its own. It just chopped a shit. Yeah. So the first two stories are like 15 minutes long and they're like little things and you're like, what the fuck is going on? There's literally scenes where a character will go in a place and if you blink, then it's nighttime, it's daytime then and if you blink, it's nighttime, there's somewhere else, two different characters and you're like, wait, did I miss something? That, no, they just didn't give a fuck. And then, like, six more different characters come in at different times, and you have no clue who anyone is or what they're related to the story. Right. So these were all meant to be their own movies, and then they decided, oh, it's going to be an anthology, so we're going to put this set on a train (laughs) bound for... (laughs) <laughs> Judgment Day, the Afterlife, whatever the fuck. No, actually, the train was bound for a lot. Bound Va- to Vegas. Lo- Vegas, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Vegas. But they've got two special, special passengers on right. that train. <laughs> they have Mr. Satan. <laughs> and, and God. God. <laughs> Played by himself. Played by himself. Played by himself. In, the credits, credits. in the credits, it says God is played by himself. That's an actor who just doesn't give a fuck. He's like, not going to give me my fucking name. Just say himself, all well, right? He probably... It probably was God. I'm pretty sure it was He probably saw, God. like, the rough cut of what this thing was together. He's like, I'm not putting my name on no, this. No, no. Jesus Christ. I've got family. Fuck that. So they got, like, a creepy conductor and, like, a like a train, train attendant. And then they've randomly got an 80s rock band. I was going to say, what year did this movie come out again? 85. If you weren't sure, the 80s band with the most 80s outfits will make sure you won't know this is a fucking movie from the 80s. Oh yeah, the first thing that happens is you go into this huge 80s music video with a very, very catchy song that apparently they only have one song, so the entire movie, they played the one song over and over again, and I, it's my new ringtone. It's actually pretty amazing. <laughs> and apparently throughout the segments, they go back to the band playing the same song while they're traveling. So they're literally recording a music video for eight to nine hours on their way to Vegas over and over again. Well, you know, this was the... The waning years of disco, which we'll get into later. <laughs> um, so you know those long ass like forever tracks that all sound the same. But yeah, it was. They're basically a one hit wonder. Which you know, if they're going to the afterlife, yeah. maybe that's not so bad. So you've got God and Mister Satan, who is specifically addressed as Mister Satan. He was. <laughs> that's right. So they're sitting at a table in, in on the train, discussing the full. You know. The finer points of, you know, philosophy of uh, life and death. And Satan's like, well, humans are mine now. Everyone doesn't care, believe in you anymore, etc. Pretty much shit-talking God. Yeah, yeah. and God's just like, like yeah. I have faith, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're going back and forth. And Finally, a movie's doing this. I've been waiting for that, I, I know, that you know? battle between God and Satan. And this movie <laughs> says, here you fucking go. And That's this right. is how it interacts on a train, watching some shitty coverage of other stories you're damn right the the devil's advocate was very (laughs) one-sided visually it was hilarious it looked like colonel sanders and dracula (laughs) arguing and talking to each other that is a good call yeah it was uh yeah so they uh they start talking about the first case they're they're called cases (laughs) that's right i forgot that the case of henry billings 
So let's talk about the cases. So I think what they're doing is talking about the characters and whether their souls should go to heaven or hell. Correct. So I think that's where we are with the cases. Yes. So they're, and they're, they're debating between each other which one's going to get the soul or which one's going to get the person. So then they go into the first story. The case of Harry Billings. Henry, Henry, Harry. Hey, was it Harry? Henry. It was Harry. Uh, the jar was it Harry? That's right, yeah, because they had the jar at the end. That's, oh, right, right, right. It was You're ready right. for his head. Harry Billings. All right, so this movie, this, this, <laughs> this story was apparently supposed to be, it's, it was an unfinished horror movie that we found out later. Um, so it was supposed to be its own movie uh, called, uh, oh, shit, Scream Your Head Off. Which is a random fucking title for a movie or a segment. Later retitled and edited into Maryland Live and Behind Bars. Anyway, it had none other than... Motherfucking Bull from Night Court. Anybody (laughs) that's seen Night Court, the big giant motherfucker, Bull, is your main killer in this first segment. And it's very fucking distracting because he has hair i believe yeah and wears a black wife beater and just kills motherfuckers throughout this shit very sweaty very <laughs> yeah. sweaty man sweaty and hairy yeah so the story gets off with a little bit of uh narration <laughs> if they didn't have narration in any of these stories it would probably be fucked yeah you yeah just, you would have no idea what's going on so like a, a husband and wife are in this ridiculous uh speeding car scene which <laughs> didn't even make sense and it didn't even look like it was formatted right it was, no, it, no, looks no. Like, it looks like a micro machine there was a bit of a challenge in all the segments when it yeah. came to shots and special effects any or... sort of special effects right <laughs> so yeah so they crash she apparently dies or she dies and then he ends up in this mental facility which just happens with duis you get sent directly (laughs) to a sanitarium to make sure like you know stop drinking you're crazy so yeah and then almost immediately afterwards um it becomes apparent that they are trying to uh abduct women and bring them in um and at first i'm like oh that's like sex trafficking some shit like that oh no but no it it comes out later what it is but so they just start abducting all these women, and he's helping with with like hypnosis. Yeah. So she and... apparently you can hypnotize by an injection. So yeah. she injected him to put him under her hypnotized spell to go lure women in for what they're doing with them. So he's unwilling. He just but that fucking hypto shot fucks his <laughs> shit up and next thing you know he's bringing women in to fucking get body parts from and i guess he feels bad about that yeah when he's not hypnotized he, when he's, he's not upset hypnotized. about that or when the hypno when... shot didn't work properly or wore off he like yeah. came to his senses and i like how the doctor too was like giving these shots while in lingerie and yeah. they had this bizarre sexual relationship like not... on top of <laughs> luring women in with the hypno drugs like i'm not really sure yeah again this was supposed to be a whole movie um so she (laughs) so she's trying to seduce him like you should be your wife would want you to be happy and then i guess that there would have been a whole subplot because there was another doctor at the medical facility that she ends up up betraying and killing later (laughs) or no 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 
she lobotomizes me? I guess so. Yeah, that would teach then, him. And then, but he still remembers some <laughs> surgeries, so he gets back. It's like, whatever. I have to say, on this first segment, my favorite death had to be, again, Bull from Night Court with the fucking decapitation after getting stabbed oh, in the yeah. stomach. And the yeah. head lopped off. And yeah, it was a pretty amazing uh, effect. Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh... Five to five to six dollars to put into that effect. Yep, it was it was pretty amazing. Good deaths. Um, so yeah, you had Richard Mall, uh, dude. John Philip Law uh, played the protagonist, the guy who was brainwashed or hypnotized. You mean Harry? Yeah, Harry. Yeah. Harry. Whatever. Anyway, he's. You can look him up on IMDb. He's been in all kinds of like trashy like B movies. Yeah, there was definitely a few people throughout this that I yeah. recognized. Yeah, you definitely, there are faces you're just like, I know that motherfucker. And they're probably like, why? Nobody should ever see right. this. So I guess the whole thing shakes down. They've got, they they took a bunch of women. They're mostly all naked for, you know, when they're strapped down to the beds, yeah. I guess. The weird know? thing is, is they get drugged. They get brought, they're, they're taken to this place and they wait till they wake up then to murder them. Which kind of makes right. sense while, while they're unconscious, I while mean, you murder. And it's like they were kind of getting off. Yeah, yeah, it's like they were getting off. Mean. Like, well, you know, if I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's how she did the, uh, that's how she did the doc. The doctor did the other doctor. She was that's like, true. wait for him to wake up. <laughs> Let me lobotomize you while you're awake. So, all right. So the big reveal is that, no, it's not for sex. Obviously, uh, Bull has been killing all these bitches the whole time. <laughs> Half the time. So they're chopping them up for to sell their body parts on the black market. It's a get rich quick scheme. Like <laughs> you think they're just fucked up. No, they're just they they're seeing dollar signs. What's so. funny though is like it's not even cleanly cut body parts. It's like a whole leg and like half the ass and like up to like the left rib. And, like, that's one chunk of meat. Right. <laughs> like, it's not... They don't seem very organized with their body parts. Right. It's, it's as if, like, when you sign your uh, your organ donor card, there <laughs> should be my arm asterisk off. clause, like, oh, by the way, you're going to be taken apart with a chainsaw. <laughs> okay? It's just going to just be, like, a big hacksaw. Uh, anyway, so... So this one... <laughs> I mean, it just kind of wraps itself up, I guess. Yeah, why not? You know, whatever. And then we're back on the uh, we're back on the fucking train. <laughs> more music video. Yeah, more yes. music video. And every time we had a story, in case you forgot the song, dance with me. Keep dance with me. playing it over and over again. It's pretty much just the bookend to everything in this movie. Yeah, but it's not new footage. It's just the same footage we saw at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I, I don't think we get the sweet, uh, like, breakdance scene until, like, after the second segment. Yeah, I think that was, yeah. They decided, right, right, right. let's put a breakdance scene in yeah. instead of just the same shots. As so, the yeah, video. they were like, you know what? I think we just need a little bit more. <laughs> so, let's see. Second second case was the case of Greta Connors, um, which, uh, unbeknownst to me, the movie that that is actually from is actually a special feature on the DVD. <laughs> So you can watch Greta, the name of the movie. If you were upset about the huge chunks that you missed on the DVD that we own, you can actually watch the actual movie as opposed to characters talking with no dialogue as the narrator tells you everything that they would have said. If you want to take that 20 minutes yeah. of, of the case of Greta Connors and stretch it out into a 55-minute movie, because that's the running time, apparently... <laughs> 
you know, so it's not even really a full feature. <laughs> Worth it. But anyway, um, what is it open with in a carnival, right? Yeah, what's confusing is I, this is the one, you know, because everything definitely makes sense. This is the one that I think made the least amount of sense. <laughs> right? I have no clue really what it was about or what was going on other than the death games. Right. Right, but that was part of Death Club. Which we're the first rule we're not supposed to talk about Death Club. <laughs> right. But I don't know. Are we allowed to do that? Are we going to get in yeah. trouble? Can we talk about Death Club? It was definitely a, a thrill kill cult of sorts. <laughs> Sorry, it's a bad pun. No, so, uh, so the, 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 this, this one opens up with a girl uh, vending popcorn walking around a carnival, you know, like a local carnival with popcorn, and this rich dude, Caesar. Asshole. Rich old guy, creeper motherfucker. Creeper. She's like, she's like twenty. Yeah. You know, and he it comes deeper. over and he just starts stuffing hundred dollar bills down her down her blouse. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, she's that's like, you want some popcorn? He's like, oh, I want something. <laughs> I feel like most Lord, women yeah. might be like, fuck you. Hey, hey, the first four hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna be a feminist. Five hundred or more, like you know, I'm, I'm thinking. About you're you're exactly. you're gonna be going back to his house eating ice cream, playing piano, huh? <laughs> yeah, I right. will. So yeah, he basically buys her, and then there's a very short sequence of her like being his <laughs> his toy, and then it, it it goes right into and then he makes her <laughs> do, do porn. porn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so she's now a porn actress, <laughs> and she's playing piano in his club and. The, the 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 oh. hero the hero of the story I don't even remember his fucking name. How did they get introduced? Oh, he was at a frat. He was at a, he was at a frat party, and they were showing like a reel of porn. And he fell in love. And he, and he said, "I have to find her now." And the voiceover it told you exactly that. Hmm. Most time when I watch porn, I don't. Aggressively try to meet the girl that's getting fucked in there and be like, well, she looked at the camera, she was looking at me, time to go find her. But you definitely watch it, like, with all your friends. Oh, all the time. I mean, yeah, yeah, you you can't watch porn by yourself. That's a group activity, right? How would you do that? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Real, real, by the way. Spirit of spank parties. (laughs) So... He was successful though. Like I, I got you know what? That's a success story. That's the one success story in this whole movie. He went out for it and he met her. You you know that that's important. That's an important note. This is pre-internet. This is (laughs) pre-Google. So he was like, I need to find her. He did some detective shit. So he went down and he found the guy who made the fucking movie and be like, I need to meet this bitch, and then he did. And then they fell in love. Beautiful. Oh. And it was so fast. Which is a very. Huge cut part where literally he's in the club seeing her play piano, and the next shot is them living together. And you're like, yeah. I guess he had some mag shit to say to her, and now they're a couple. But again, I don't even think the narrator told us. Literally, the next shot is them talking about what they're gonna do. So right. we got that far. So how did we get involved with Death Club? <laughs> so it turns out that uh, that rich uh, sugar daddy is super jealous that his his little gold gold digger toy has fallen in love with like a regular porn stalker yeah porn stalker there you go (laughs) and so then he's like all right so i need to fuck this guy over but i'm gonna do it in the most roundabout convoluted way ever kind of bond villain way right yeah i mean he didn't initially send the henchman was the henchman after the first the 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 first one they went willing and then after that 
they had to get henchmen to bring them to the death club. Okay. Meters. I was just wondering why they kept going to these Yeah, things. no, the first time <laughs> they went to check it out, you know, yeah, death club, sounds they exciting. They just kept going. It was after that that the rich asshole kept getting his henchmen to bring him to the death club. Right. So, but it, every, the death club was, I feel like they're obsessed with Bond movies, but just the Bond villain way of killing people. Right. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much their setup on every time they're trying to kill someone. So, yeah, the first time they get him to go because of the girl, <laughs> they're sitting around a table and they they get a fucking <laughs> death beetle. Which I think is our first introduction it, of claymation in this yeah, anthology. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, it was claymation, but it was more stop motion, less clay and more like, All right. and whatever. But it was a... Looked real It was some rare no way. version of... A super poisonous death beetle. That was that a flying death beetle, and it was super important that nobody moves in the room, so that if it flies around and it lands on you, it doesn't. You know, if you move, it'll sting you, right? So the best part is when it lands on our hero's, our porn stalker's <laughs> hand, which is absolutely the fakest fucking hand. Yeah, which is weird because maybe it's a cutscene, but. Why would you have a fake hand with that shit? Like you could literally like just have a guy lay his hand <laughs> on a table, nope. and then it, and then the guy could like make the little movements. I don't know. Superimpose it. I, it's something. <laughs> it was just so it bad. Was bad. So the thing kind of like there's supposed to be tension and suspense, and then it flies out the window. <laughs> That's it. It's kill somebody that we don't even see. And, like and, no, it kills. Two teenagers that's making right, out that's right. on like a park bench. Oh yeah, that's right. And it's fucking like the death pimple. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's stabbed. Like there's a dude and the girls like on top of him. They're making out and she's like riding him or something and it stings him on the face. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like um, there's several movies I feel like it might have been inspired. This might have they might have taken us up wrong. It reminded me of The Mist when all the flying creatures go in and it stings that lady and her fucking huge and her neck gets all swollen mm-hmm. but this one was like we're not gonna just throw it swoll- swollen we're gonna have that shit pop and fucking splash the other chick in the face death beetle blood money shot fuck <laughs> yeah amazing fuck yeah <clears throat> yes, i was like was. yes and I, I guess her tits were out too at some point right there's tits everywhere i require yeah, man everywhere. i think everybody had their tits out at least once yeah yeah so so death club is this like russian roulette kind of club where Everyone gets together and plays Russian roulette in like a really convoluted, fucked up way. <laughs> so the first one was Death Beetle. Right. The next one was Death Robot. That explains the light <laughs> system, right? It was. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was yeah, Death it was Robot. Death Robot. And that actually had m- probably my favorite effect of the movie. Oh, so good. <laughs> Where you had all these people in chairs, and and the point is that everybody participates, and there are there are all these rich eccentric like weird motherfuckers that are super excited about they get off on the possibility of dying possibility of dying they're thrill seekers whatever watching other people die so they all sit down and like it looks like little like school like those old school style <laughs> school uh, yeah. benches like yeah benches like little desks and they're like strapped down with like fucking like electrocution shit to their head and they've got this fucking computer <laughs> robot thing that explains that's what I, I thought was fucking amazing it explains how it's going to kill you, which right. is different light systems. Right. So, and then I think, I, I'm still not really clear, but I think <laughs> the actual, the love interest, the, the gold digger girl, 
was in the scene, but she had short hair, like a boy cut. I don't, yeah, I, I don't get that. Don't we, know. We're not really sure. And know. she was excited and like wanted to see her man die. I don't Something, know. Or it was just another character from this actual movie. <laughs> that missed, yeah. that her evil twin that sister didn't... that has short hair. Who knows? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So they go through this process where this computer like randomly like buzzes them and. It, it lands on the Jimi Hendrix looking black <laughs> I to say that shit. And there's just this beautiful, melty electrocution barbecue scene where he just <laughs> gets, like, cooked. And it's so awesome. It's like, it lasts forever, too. It's like bubbling cheese on a grilled cheese. Yeah, like. and it's just like, and they're just shaking the model of this guy, the little, like, like oh, it's just so funny. I just want to bring up on the third one, when they go to the third death thing, when they're capturing him to take him, That's right. they're, like, fighting, and they do this, like, high school-level combat fighting, which is just hilarious, but he gets caught in the end by them taking out a huge net and throwing the net on him and catching him in the net. Well, six guys just... couldn't contain him, but a giant <laughs> fucking net, then you're in trouble, so... Yeah, that that the kung fu fighting was pretty amazing because yeah. so it was like that. slow motion fighting. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was something. <laughs> that that scene was uh, was amazing. I mean, so they take they take him to the third one, which is what the wrecking ball pendulum. Yeah, thing, yeah. Where but they still doesn't make sense. They have like a, a pen, like a wrecking ball on a rope, swinging in a circular motion. Um, and they're on the ground in sleeping Sleep bags. bags. <laughs> Let's have a sleepover. Which the Tommy Wiseau Borat guy has still in a sleep bag, has the gun <laughs> at our hero, who, again, they're being held captive to be right. participating in the death club. So, yeah, they, uh, and there's a, there's like a razor blade saw, <laughs> and, and it starts subtly cutting the rope, and eventually the rope breaks and squishes... The lady. Yeah, the old lady, like, yeah. Whatever, you know, it doesn't really... Do the one that, I think the lady that explains <laughs> the Death Club rules on the first Death Club uh, right. setup. And then there's some, gotta, like... Wasn't there some, like, bullshit narration where it's just like, and then they lived happily ever after. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, pretty much. That was, yeah. And then they just left the sleeping bags and lived happily ever after. You're like, what? It's like Porn Stalker and Gold Digger. And like, oh, we're gonna go be happy. It's like, porn stalker. what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm concerned about this death club. I feel like there's no original Shh. members of the death club. Like, so talking about death clubs. But like, role. I'm so curious. Like, how long do you stay in death club? I feel like until you die. Not, I mean, not very long. I, mean, I know. I mean, I they lost like the... half their membership pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, they didn't seem to add anybody. You know, but hey, you know, it's and then I guess I don't even remember if. Satan or God got either of them, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think they, I think they decided care. something. I think members of the Death Club were Satan's and the yeah. Porn Stalker and Gold Digger were God's, yeah, God's crew. So. so then we go back to the train. Dance with me, dance with More me. More video. More video. <laughs> then we get but that's where we have the breakdancing scene. Sweet breakdance oh, scene yeah. where, where it goes a little bit off. 
regular video to like a like a you know little breakdance tune whatever it is probably the most intense part was waiting to see if he was gonna knock that vase over that was behind him like that was the most intense part of the movie and I love that that train had that giant room with hardwood floors <laughs> there you go and all yeah. that like space well, really furniture it's like man for break that's, that's, a, see, that's a fucking swanky in the train. 80s they really shelled out and they had these amazing train cars that had hardwood floors for because people break into break dancing just randomly in Absolutely. trains in the 80s and that's the thing like and not only that I was too young to remember that but like that's what I heard they had those special trains which were double wide trains oh yeah absolutely <laughs> you know, that's the only way you could get all you gotta get your drum set and all your, your like, fog machines your fog machines and yep. lights they also so. had the special hatches where you can go on top of the train and dance and sing on the music video on top of the train as well right right oh yeah you have to do that you can do that I mean you just have as long as you have a ticket man <laughs> are we getting to it are we getting to the best one? All right, so... Oh, man. Case number three. Case oh. number three. The case of Claire Hansen. <laughs> who or... Claire Hansen actually had the least amount of screen time. <laughs> That's about so it. true. Like, it's the case. She, like, she had no lines. She, like, she was like, what the... Who? She screamed a few times, and yeah. that was about it. But she was the chosen one, and we'll yeah, get into there, that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Richard Mall is back. He's Bull is back. He's but this back. time he's a Nobel... <laughs> Uh, prize winning yeah uh, prize winning writer who is a, like a like a atheist like he's basically he's not even just an atheist he's just he's making sure people know that god is dead god is god dead, is dead. God is he's, he's he's really hardcore where he literally is on tv radio i don't know if that was the only two to make sure people understand how important his book is because he doesn't want everybody to be suckers thinking right god's still around so. right he's he's like the the, the dawkins of this story I yeah guess, right Anyway, and then, um, <laughs> so he, so Claire is, is the wife, his wife, and she's like a surgeon yeah. and she, she teaches surgery, I guess at a, at a university or something. Yeah. Why not? Hospital sure, university, why not? something like that. <laughs> Some kind of exposition like that. And, um, so, <laughs> okay. We... <laughs> We're introduced to her and her husband, and then we're introduced to a Nazi party. Like, you know, a Nazi dinner party. Like, well, 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 yes. And wait, wait, who, whose dream is that? That's her, her. That's her dream. That's her dream. That's her dream. She and, dreams about Nazi dinner parties. Yeah. So it's a yeah, there you go. It's a Nazi uh, dinner party <laughs> where they, where they have a bunch of I guess oh Jewish God. prisoners playing violin. Oh my God. Yeah. And they get machine guns. It's horrible. Well, there's a talk about quotas not being met. And right. that's when they gun down all the... Uh, oh. They gun down the musical entertainment. Oh. Uh, and it's done by a dude who looks like like a really young Billy Corgan. I was saying the dude from My Chemical Romance. Like Very a blend pale. of those two. Weird eyebrows. Weird pudgy Intense nose. eyebrows. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he has a distinctive face. And that's important because he's he's the villain <laughs> later. So she wakes up from this nightmare. Immediate quick cut to this very old, uh, old as shit, old Jewish Holocaust survivor <laughs> who's been <laughs> who sees this dude on what TV? Yeah, he's yeah. on TV. Just he, he sees the dude on TV. The dude that was in the dream that that, that the Nazi <laughs> who shot all, all the freaking like, you know, the Jewish violinists. I'm prisoners. glad we wrote this shit down, by the way. I know, right? It's hard to keep track. It, of it really this. is. So he sees him on TV, and he's got a fucking like, 
newspaper collage like it's it's like the yarn it's almost like the yarn map fucking beautiful mind yeah (laughs) yeah and he's got all this shit uh about the the nazis and the holocaust and he sees the picture he's like i can't believe it and he and it totally has that fucking like um that marathon man where the guy recognizes (laughs) death by that's a fucking nazi you know and it's like holy shit and Who's going to help him, though? And he freaks out, and he walks out of his apartment door and flags down the fucking cop that lives across the hall. <laughs> because why not? Who is played by Cameron Mitchell, who's oh, fucking awesome. There was a minute there I thought we were turning into a buddy cop movie with old Jewish man and I'm too old for this shit cop. And I was like, here we go. But And they, and dude, motherfucker, Cameron Mitchell's on the case. Like right away, he's like he he only resisted for like one or two sentences, and he was like, "All right, fine." I think the only thing that could stop him is a non-smoking section of a building. Like right. besides that, I think he's good to go. Like, <laughs> so then we get probably the best, the 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 disco scene, ah, which yes. which ties kind of almost everything together. But we're gonna get to the to that in a minute. But it's like this big disco scene where you've got. The creepy motherfucker from the Nazi dream who was seen on TV. And he's obviously the villain. He's running that shit. He's, he's got, he's got he's the got giant girls. chair. Yeah, he's, he's got, got girls on either chair. side. There's all these people partying with really bad dance moves. Really fly suit on. Right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, what does he like? Get the waitress to come on with him? Yeah. And the waitress is... Uh, it's got like a boyfriend who has like a matching jacket with another dude. <laughs> the part of a gang. Yeah, yeah, I guess. A disco gang. Disco gang, yeah. Which was very dangerous in the mid eighties. You had to watch out for those disco gangs. This is games. what happens yeah. when you have a full movie that is cut down. I just I feel bad minutes. I was too young to experience the yeah, disco gangs and the giant train cars. Like yeah. this is stuff well I'll never see. Yeah, so I kind of almost want to see all these three movies separately, but I <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I don't know, man. <laughs> I enjoyed the way I saw it. I think it was at the part where we saw the disco where we felt like the this section segment should be retitled. And what was the title we should come up with? Uh, Nazi Disco Demon. Yes. <laughs> because he was a Nazi Disco Demon. He was a Nazi. He loved disco. <laughs> and he's a fucking you demon. You find out he's a demon. Mr. Oh, what is it? Mr. Olivier? Oh, yes. Yeah. Olivier. Is his name. And so, yes. And he does turn into a demon. A couple times. Um, and it is the funniest fucking, like, rubber suit, like, shit uh, at one point. And then, at another point, it is the best fucking claymation Holy of all time. Holy shit. Time. Like, we, we could not talk. I mean, there's so much. Like, this is the meat. That's this a- is the meat story of this of this it's the longest one it, I we were talking about how we felt like it was this was actually supposed to be the movie and then they had to add these other segments because it didn't hit the runtime that they were requiring that's what we so, thought that was our thought yeah but um apparently it also might have run out of a budget when it came to finishing claymation right <laughs> I definitely want to talk about all these special effects I remember this one scene where um there was like gas in a car and a guy was trapped in the car for some reason and we're like, oh, man, the car's going to explode. We totally know the car's going to explode. 
And then it gets to the part, and <laughs> there's the car, and then it shoots to a completely different Stock scene. Stock footage, footage explosion. Of explosion, of not a car, just an explosion, <laughs> right. with a completely different background, <laughs> and then shoots back to the, what the movie was, and that and, was their special And that was effects. it for the cops. Yeah, that was Sorry. it. No, yeah. Sorry, both cops. <laughs> there you go. You, you can't fuck with Nazi. Uh, and then there was demon. this uh, this random uh, other character who was like looked like a fucking ethnic Dave Grohl. Fucking like, Dave like Grohl. Italian oh, yeah, yeah. Dave Grohl, who's like an ex monk, uh, <laughs> who's trying, who's somehow. I'm glad you paid attention. I he's forgot. Trying to protect, I guess Claire, who we hardly ever see, but at some point. <laughs> Which she goes to confession and which gets she, gets a box that comes out of a fucking hole in the floor. <laughs> which I didn't know about like that shit box. either. I mean, you're, we're learning a lot of stuff in this movie. We really are. And apparently, if you go to a Catholic church and you go to confessional, there's a little hollowed part out on the floor next to confessional that pops out some cool shit. This one was I'm, something to beat a Nazi uh, disco demon. Like It was the cross that Christ was crucified. Yeah, it was like a piece of wood yeah. from there, right? Yeah, or and a, and a handy little there. box. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't have to carry around the piece of wood. You had this like, nice, like, dude, detail box and I shit. I would have stayed a fucking Catholic if that shit happened. <laughs> I know. I was going to go to church start tapping around, like, we're okay. Right? Hey, like, what the hell, man? I'll kill some Nazi demons for you. Like, where's the box? Be sure they're disco demons. Disco demons. They, yeah. they gotta be disco demons. Yeah. I don't know, so, now, are there new, like, Nazi, like, techno demons? Or, you know, like, there's the a new Nazi age. Nazi rockabilly demons. Yeah, so yeah. there's, there is another... There's like a succubus demon who's, I guess, the henchman to the main demon, who, like, like fucks with the 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 Dave monk Roll. guy, yeah, the, the Dave Roll Roll monk dude. guy, yeah. who then gets like, like take like blown outside, whole <laughs> oh, bit, uh, and then he gets pulled into a hole that opens up where a demon <laughs> spider creature grabs him and puts him down in there, and that's all claymation, and he just looks like a. Like a dude that, that like a five year old made out of they, clay. Yeah, they literally. He, you're supposed to actually think that our character, this character, is taken away, but he's represented by Gumby with clothes on. Is the best way I could put it. I don't know how. Else. I just don't understand. So the, I understand making the claymation of like the demons and the monsters, but then they take the little people and make them into claymation. So it it's like, and it's really fun. bad. Yeah, they, they, it's they like my child superimpose. makes better Play-Doh. Yeah, they didn't superimpose. It, it, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. So um, at the very end, Claire, whose husband's dead because he got, he got melted by the demon. Claymation. Cla- but again. Claymation, some more claymation, claymation melted yeah. by the demon. So she uh, gets the Jesus Christ, I can't even remember. <laughs> she gets the demon dude on her fucking operating table, and she's trying to take his heart out and put it in the magic box from the confessional. <laughs> and she does it, but I guess he switches persons Which with her with I, her assistant. I was confused exactly. Who was the assistant? Was that... Because wasn't that the chick that was walking with him? Remember, I she guess. drives his car. She takes her... So. The doctor drives her car into Nazi... Right, yeah, she ran him over the car. Yeah. That, that, that's how he got knocked out. But wasn't out. that the chick with him? I think so, and then she was in scrubs, and then she was stabbing I him. Guess, and... <laughs> yeah, I guess his spell wore it off because he was in surgery, yeah. so she was, yeah, she's literally, the doctor's trying to pull the fucking heart out, while the other chick's just stabbing the fuck out of him with scissors over and over again. And he gets up, but she gets the box, she gets the heart in the box, but he switches roles. 
In any case, it's a twist ending. <laughs> He's still alive. What? And you're like, holy shit. And, you know, the devil's like, ha I'm an asshole. But not really. It's like, did n- nothing happen, really? Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, God didn't see me. We were like, all right, well, I mean, can I just keep the two people? You can have all the other He's like, heads. she failed, but she stayed true to the end. I was like, <laughs> okay. what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so... That one ends, and then we're back on the train. Dance with me, dance with me. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And they're talking about, like, well, you know... I don't even know, man. Like, I, I would, I would love we, to. We 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 already had an idea that the train was doomed because they were talking about the band and I guess extras oh, yeah, of the band's souls, souls beforehand because uh, the and conductor was laughing about how they're not going to make it to fucking Vegas. And Mr. Satan specifically said <laughs> Mr. that Satan. most musicians' souls go to him. <laughs> right. Yeah. God had to like kind of be like, I'm cool too. Like, you know, I like some of the music talks about me sometimes. Like, God was a little defensive about that shit early on. He wanted to make sure, like, you know, there's some good Christian rock. I mean, Striper's not that bad of it. Like, <laughs> right. He got a little defensive when Saints like, and they're like, they're, they're all mine. They're like philosophical, like, like back and forth between the two. Like, oh well, the world's turning turning evil like me, and you know. It, it means nothing. Yeah. Basically, at the end, because nothing has actually happened. I think we talked. I think we said briefly about this, but if it wasn't for all the tits in there, this movie could almost be like Christian propaganda because this movie played out like those little pamphlets you find randomly, like that right. you know they they set up words like if you lead a life of sin, this is the shit that's gonna happen. Right. This is kind of that movie, but again, I don't think they would have um, tits and you right. know, murder all over their their propaganda movie. <sighs> so. Yeah, and then you have a very cheesy uh, sequence of model train. <laughs> it was a model train. Model train cra- crashing. A good and, transition. And train to model train. You couldn't train tell the difference. To model train to <laughs> random big, big flashes, and then a really crappy animated train going off into like the heavens. <laughs> and then again, some stock footage of I don't even think it was a train on fire, just a factory on fire. They're like, yeah. Looks kind of like a train, whatever. I like how they crash the train and all the musicians are in these pretzel shapes, like all bent over and and they died horribly or what have you. In the very next scene, they're up singing and dancing again. Because (laughs) the movie's over and you gotta gotta book in that shit with the fucking song. (laughs) And you're a little confused at first. You're like, wait, we just saw all these characters die. How the fuck are they singing and dancing? Same song, mind you. Um, Again, and then we find out, oh, God's made it the train to the stars in heaven. And yeah. that's where you you know that our, our band that we've fallen in love with and the breakdancers we've fallen in love with, they're going up to hang with God. You know why? Because God's cool as shit. He loves his 80 bands. So he's bringing them up. <laughs> Fuck you, Satan. Right. Fuck you, Mr. Satan. I just they're coming with us. The ending credits are the same song that they had been playing. The entire the movie, entire and I am glad because it is a catchy song, and I like it. It is. It, it reminds me of your next, where literally you just keep playing the same song, and by the end, you're just gonna have it fucking stuck in your head. I mean, that's about the only comparison. <laughs> by the right. way, I'm gonna have your next to this movie, but there you go. All right. So since we had three stories to go through, uh, obviously this took a little longer to get through, but this movie <laughs> was it, it, it was thick. 
you know, in the sense of it had a lot going on. It could have been a four-hour movie, by the way. It, so. it, it definitely could have been, especially if you were screening all three movies at once. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say after this? So, long story short, this movie is an oddity. Okay, we've, <laughs> we've all seen different horror anthologies before. You know, good ones and not so good ones. You know, we, we've, we've all been through those. This was just unique in the sense that it was, wasn't designed to be a horror anthology. It just ended up being one. It because, still doesn't explain the 80s band. Like, no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> no. The only thing that I could say is that this is, actually, to... this is actually referencing our first screening at Strange Ways, is that you know, we, we screened Voyage of the Rock Aliens uh, for our first uh, film screening. And um, holy shit, if it wasn't... Uh, the movie actually... You know when it was in when it was testing in theaters, uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't testing so well because it's a really silly silly movie. <laughs> so they actually filmed a music video sequence that was going to be put on the beginning of the movie with Jermaine Jackson and Pia Zadora, where they're on this alien planet and it's kind of like a post-apoc gang sort of situation. Where it was supposed to be promoted, right? Like yeah, because yeah, he's not in the fucking movie. No, he's him. not. But he's the special appearance, so they put that at the beginning, and that was like a it was a it was a popular sort of like B level pop song at the time, and and they did it to jazz up interest, and I think that's what happened with this movie, is they were like, all right, so we've got these three movies, one of which is unfinished, and the other two are are whatever, maybe not unfinished either. <laughs> Who knows? Just three movies, and it was like, all right, we need to do something with all this footage. You know, we got all these things. They're not making any money. Let's make an anthology because these are hot right now. And what are we going to do to put it all together? Well, we're going to put God and and Mr. Satan on a train (laughs) with a fucking like... That's your storyteller. New wave, like, pop rock band, (laughs) you know? And we're going to get one song in and we're going to milk that song. And it's going to be the bookend for all of these things. And there you go. And, And you just had this, you had everything. Um, I think one of the more shocking inf- like news or when we were talking about is how you acquired the DVD of it was that there is a Blu-ray copy of this movie. It's a it's a Blu-ray DVD combo. Holy shit! The fact that there's a Blu-ray of this movie with the the special effects we've talked about multiple times just blows my fucking mind. You know, this is our second episode. We don't have any sponsors, so I'm not. I'm I'm not getting paid, you know. We're not gonna get paid or, or you know any kind of like recognition. Shop factory, this. but this was a vinegar syndrome release. These guys find the most random fucking movie prints that are that are that have been collecting dust for 25, 30 years, whatever it is, and they restore them legit, like with like two K or four K scans of the original negatives. They 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 clean everything up the best way they can. They put it back together. It, you know, it, it, it's film preservation like you would get at the National Archives, but it's for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Worth it. Like, so worth it. They do a lot of sleazy, like, porn stuff and, like, just... Sleazy just, porn and the night train. And then this <laughs> and just, like, weird movies that, like, like who the fuck remembers this? Nobody. But, yeah, so, yeah, they're releasing most of their stuff in, like, in Blue, Blu-ray or Blu-ray DVD combos. So yeah, which is dedication, like which is, seriously. Which is, I mean, this is love. Yeah, this is it this has is to a be. this is a passion project. This 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 whole company, and I 
I'm I'm fully behind it because there's no fucking way I would ever see this movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They keep doing this. We'll have plenty of fucking episodes because goddamn, that was yeah, that was. I mean, there amazing. was some there was some trivia about the fact that you know one of the unfinished movies had been released maybe as a VHS or something. It's like well, whatever. Yeah. How are you gonna find that? Shit? <laughs> so anyway, all right. So let's move along um, to the next little brief segment where, off the top of our heads. You know, if we were going to pair this movie with something else as a double feature, what would you do? Shit, that's a good one. I mean, I feel like you'd almost have to go horror anthology and put it with it. But do I disrespect Creepshow with this or (laughs) what direction I go? You know what? Just because I haven't seen it, I would have a anthology shit fest and put Creepshow 3 with this and just enjoy the awful storytelling for i don't know four hours and go from there so charlotte do you have i am clueless this is (laughs) this is such a movie on its own i'm really tongue-tied right now (laughs) (laughs) it really is um i mean you could just think of anything you would put it with you know my Little Pony Dream Vacation. <laughs> there you go. That would be a demented double feature. <laughs> That'd be good. All right. So I'm trying to Great remember. Great for kids. God damn it. I'm trying to remember a, it was another anthology that Christopher Lloyd, Quicksilver Highway. That's what it was called. What is it, that? Okay. It was, it's a Stephen King anthology. It's two different, like lesser known stories of Stephen King, if I remember correctly. No, no. One's Stephen King, one's Clive Barker. That's what it is. All right, so, and it's hosted by Christopher Lloyd. Like Doc Brown? Like Doc Brown. Okay. But he's all gothed out with, like, a choker and a big trench coat. What the fuck? Why have I not seen this? It's fucking weird, man. It, it's it's bad. But you, you have it in your collection? Yeah. All right, well, I've experienced that it's, one. It's on, it's on this level. Okay. Like, this would be perfect. There's two stories in that. There's three stories in this. That's a fucking night right there. Yeah, that that might be. We might have to continue it and uh, check that shit out. That yeah. sounds fucking awesome. I'll be honest. You just sold me on the um, Doc Brown and Goth gear. Um, anything else? I don't know if I really even need to see. Just see that and kind of move along. It broke my wife's like whole existence <laughs> to see him. Like Which, on a side note, by the way, I feel like half your job is the challenge of seeing how much you can break her with these awful fucking movies. So <laughs> I do remember, and, and I, I'm, I'm remembering it very well right now, but there's one scene where a guy basically gets almost like the evil dead Two infection in his hand. And he has yeah. to like, like cut it off or whatever. And there's a point in which like, like hands, like all these hands could like, are like <laughs> basically just, Somebody threw a bunch of rubber hands off the top of a building, like they were like they were raining down to like attack or something. That's like what the you're fuck? doing a good job selling me on this. I, I think we're gonna have to cover this. One yeah, for sure. yeah. So we'll get into that one. Um, so let's see, what else do we have on our agenda here? Um, if we recast, but I, I there's so many characters and so many stories. I, yeah, I mean, we'll skip I know that. we did that on the first one, but yeah, I don't know if there's really anything else. Um. I mean, we kind of went in detail on most of the stuff, some of the good deaths and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I think overall, probably the 
claymation deaths were to me the top like silly uh, you know i yeah i want to find i i need to i need to like find footage of those just to like put in a clip somewhere that's gotta be somebody hopefully has on youtube because I mean, obviously we're, we're gonna put it i have to put it on the site i think they missed they really missed the the boat by not putting those particular things in the trailer <laughs> because they're so ridiculous I, I think if you show it, though, people are like, oh, the whole movie was claymation. You're like, no, it's a live actor who then is turned into a claymation character who is killed by the claymation monster. I think we hopefully can find some kind of YouTube clip or some footage to put on there so people know exactly the insanity that we're talking about. So, uh, Besides that, like I said, I think my other top moment in this movie was... Um, just seeing again Bull from Night Court get decapitated in the first story. That was uh, pretty yeah. enjoyable. And then him returning for the third one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Different hairpiece. Like, hey, right. Awesome polyester suits. So highlight of his career, man. <laughs> um well I guess uh it's worth mentioning. Um uh hopefully by the time we get this you know edited and out, it won't be too late. But um we have a couple more film screenings coming up. Oh man. Ways Brewing here in Richmond, Virginia, uh, on the 30th, Friday the 30th, uh, we'll be doing uh, we'll be doing a screening, um, and then following that is Friday the 13th of April. Those are the next two that we got coming. So yeah. I am stoked. Without saying what the next movie is that we're showing on the 30th, but uh, we've uh, posted some uh, descriptions. Um, the three snake, uh, three headed snake dance. Uh, kind of gives it a, a little bit of a hint but i'm definitely stoked to have everybody come out and see this shit because i think the first be one was fun this one's gonna be just as much fun it's gonna be fucking amazing it's gonna be a lot of fun super fun <laughs> so um i mean other than that um we look forward to uh uh covering a whole lot more uh, fun flicks finding more victims and Making them experience uh, the shit fest that we enjoy. So, <laughs> and uh, let's see. Oh, and segment to come. We mentioned it briefly in the first episode, but um, uh, I'm going to be sharing a, a number of films with my my good friend Hunter here. And then you punishing know, me. Yeah, is that, is that a little uh, bit another term? Basically, just a kind of a reaction. You know, like something like here, here, watch this movie. What'd you think? And. You know, we can kind of get into a friendly competition <laughs> between the two See of us. See how, how much we can fuck with each other. How so. much we can fuck with each other. So, uh, that's to come. Um, we we ran a little long this time, so uh, didn't have time to do something like that. But um, I think the movie ran a little long. That's even just explaining every fucking part have, of it. When you have three, like, <laughs> three stories to tell... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I looked over and you know we we spent twice as much time than we did than we did on Terrorvision talking about literally yeah, yeah everything easy. going on. But I'm stoked. I mean, we're gonna do a shitload more episodes, and uh, we got a lot of really awesomely bad movies to fucking cover and uh, push people through. So, all right, and uh, we did uh, we got our uh, Facebook page up and running. Uh, so check out Beautiful Disasters Podcast on Facebook. Um, there'll be some fun stuff in there and we'll have info on the, uh, you know, screenings to come and we'll be posting, uh, episodes and stuff in there as well. Uh, and then, you know, you can reach out to us if you got any questions or suggestions because that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, we're up for it. I mean, if you can like find something that Mr. Uh, Groots here hasn't fucking seen, uh, I'll be shocked, but, 
Uh, there's plenty of stuff I haven't got to. I mean, but yeah. we're we're up for suggestions. If there's something you yeah. definitely want us to either watch for the first time or for groups may watch, maybe I haven't seen, or we just subject somebody else as a victim to watch. We're up for it. So let definitely. us know. Definitely. So uh, I guess that's it. Um, I hope you guys all have fun. I know <laughs> I did. Yeah, it was a fucking ball. It all was right? a blast. Dance with me. That's all dance I have to say. Dance with me. Dance with me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Groots. I'm Fuck You Hunter. Charlotte. All right. Have a good one. Peace out. GUIPodcast.com We got to talk about our beautiful disasters B-Movie Night taking place at Strange Ways Brewing Company in Richmond, Virginia on March 30th from 8 to 10 p.m. It's at 2277 Dabney Road in Richmond, Virginia. It's a monthly surprise movie night celebrating schlock and B-movies presented by the Beautiful Disasters Podcast available at GUIPodcast.com. This month, our theme is Wasteland Saviors. The Schlockometer checklist covers mutant amphibians, high-tech government-issued chastity belts, the dance of the three snakes, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. This is a 21 and up event, and it's free. So bring your butts and enjoy some schlocky cinema with your favorite people from Geeks Under the Influence. Hey, Geeks, do you love trivia? Do you love Geeks Under the Influence? Well, you can get both by coming out to Geeks Under the Influence Trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout, 117 North 18th Street, and every second and fourth Tuesday at Wonderland, 1727 East Main Street. It's the same goofy, shit-talking fun that you enjoy from Geeks Under the Influence in trivia form. So it's a way for you to get your drink on, learn a few things, and hang out with Geeks Under the Influence. So join us every first and third Monday at Fallout and every second and fourth Tuesday at Wonderland. Links are on the homepage at GUIPodcast.com.